Well, it is my pleasure to introduce uh, someone who's been a friend for a number of years. Hanny Emanuel leads a ministry focusing on discipleship and leadership training events in Egypt and Spain. He and his wife, Natalie, now reside in the U.S. with her two kids. He's got a college degree in business. His passion, as you will hear as he talks with us today, is for the global church to receive God's heart for the millions of the sons of Ishmael that are scattered around the world so that they will be drawn to our Lord Jesus Christ. And so, and again, Hanny, thanks for joining me these few minutes on this podcast. Very big pleasure, Randy. Uh, just love being with you today. Uh, love you, brother. Anyhow, I'd, I'd love to hear. Now, you're from Egypt originally, right? Correct. Yes. And at some point, you came to faith in Christ. How did that happen? Yes. Um, in Egypt, um, we, um, you know, we have the Coptic people. So for anyone that is maybe wondering, uh, there is the Egyptian Coptic people who are a minority, mm -hmm. uh, small number of people, but good percentage of, of Egypt. Um, and uh, yeah, I recall it was, I was in high school, um, second year of high school, um, and uh, the church had uh, a conference for high schoolers, like for the youth. Um, and yeah, my, my, my joy in those conferences was just to go and play soccer and, you know, some sure. see some beautiful things as well and stuff like that. And the Lord <laughs> met me in that in one of those conferences. <laughs> oh, so that's how you came to faith. Yeah. Yes, it was in one of those, uh, in one night, vividly and clearly. I, I just remember how the Lord deeply touched uh, me through... Just the service, I think it was, you know, the whole thing of accepting the Lord and coming to know him. Uh -huh. uh, it's, it's a click that happens, even though I knew the gospel, I knew Jesus, I went yeah. to church all my life. Yeah. Uh, but at night, uh, as as uh, they, the, the man was, was preaching, um, and I just heard the gospel in a new way through a story of, a, a true story of a father who end up giving uh, so much of his blood to his own son. Mm -hmm. That's a true story after, after an accident, a terrible, a terrible accident where the son lost a lot of blood mm. and he couldn't find anyone with the same blood, uh, uh, same, same blood. Uh, 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 and it was the father that gave so much of his blood to the point that the father died, actually. Wow. And the son lived, and that story, yeah, that story uh, explained, uh, clicked. I can put it like that. Clicked the gospel for me deep sure. in my heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a, that's a parallel story to the gospel of Jesus dying so that we can live. Huh? Wow. Yeah. So, in other words, you knew that you knew the the theology before that time. It was all up in your head. Yes, but it wasn't in your heart, right? Yes. Yes. And so you made it personal. You took that gift for yourself at yes. that time. Yes. Yes. And your life changed. Yeah. Yes. And I was changed. I was I was changed in, in seconds. Okay. So how were you called? I mean, you, you got a degree in business in college, but somehow you got called into ministry. How did that yes. happen? T tell us about that. 
Yes, that call also happened um, in 1990. I uh, I was done with my business degree and I was I was involved in business uh, yeah. myself and all of that. But then I went through a discipleship uh, season through a, a program called the DTS Discipleship Training School, mm-hmm. where you actually give about six months of your life. Uh, just to seek the Lord and learn about missions and and, and all of that. The theme of that program is to know God and make him known. I love that. And it was through this time that uh, clearly the Lord was just working in my deep inside of me, just showing me that there are many, many, many people that can be good business people, but but he's choosing me and he's giving me heart, his heart for uh, for the majority of people that I live among uh, that that know nothing about the gospel, uh, and I started to see myself actually like in in pictures like leaving Egypt, like going out of Egypt. That time I could not imagine myself leaving my homeland and I loved my business as well and mm-hmm. loved my family and I loved my life. But uh, slowly, slowly, the Lord started to reveal my calling uh, to me and what he purposed my life to be. And it was definitely in the world of uh, missions and going to other nations and so on. Wow. And so you started to do that. Were you married at the time? No, no, I was single. Okay. Um, All right. Yeah. Well, but your wife has joined you now, Natalie, and uh, you, you've been in ministry. And, and again, it, it, in your, your bio, it talks about uh, you involved in leadership training events in Egypt and Spain, and yet you're living in the U.S. So how, how is that able to, to, to happen? How, do, how are you doing yes. that? Yes, actually, in my bio, maybe I need to uh, correct it a little bit. Okay. So, okay. Or, or updated. That's the word. Sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. Right now, uh, right now, we live here in the U.S. Uh, since two years, exactly two years. Okay. And it is phases in our lives, I guess. It is. Um, it is a season of, for us, after thirty years of of missions, uh, uh, many, many, many of those years were grassroots mission work type mm-hmm. of thing. Uh, right now, after years of raising local leaders in many, many nations, uh, we sense uh, it is a time to, to be here in the U.S. and uh, participate really in the Lord's plan for, for this beautiful nation here at this season and this time yes. in prayer and mission but also maybe uh, giving a little bit of direction or understanding uh, towards immigrants, especially from the Middle East and North Africa, okay. that part okay. of the world. Okay. In a huge uh, need and, and a pleasure to be involved in it for the last two years or so. Okay. But also to be launched from a stronger base towards uh, back towards the Middle East and North Africa region uh, to be able to support and 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 our leaders and mm-hmm. um, raise them in the next phase of their their calling themselves. So, do you plan at some point to return to 
Egypt and Spain and, and other parts of the Mideast physically? Yes, I, I, I travel uh, extensively um, yes. out of fear. Yes. But even our stay in the U.S. is, is very clear. We feel the Lord spoke a clear word to us that this is not immigration, but it is a mission. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, so we know that our time here is also limited. Yeah. Uh, well, you, you've, uh, I've, I've heard you speak, and, and apparently you're going to be speaking again soon, just talking about the, the sons of Ishmael. Right. And your heart for them, um, that are, you know, many of those, of course, back in Egypt and the Mideast and so on. Um, tell us about that. That's a fascinating perspective that I think a lot of our listeners and viewers are unaware of. Talk about what what, right. what do you what do you mean the sons of Ishmael? What what's that all about? Right, right, right. Um Randy, I I for me, that was also a concept that I uh, I did not understand or I was not at all on my radar, um, uh, you know, growing up in Egypt. and But uh, the more I dug into the word of God, and really the more I was stuck, you know, in, in my mission. You know, like like trying to figure the the, the right way, the best way. Uh, I was so many times into uh, uh, you know debates, theological debates. Sure. You know your religion and my religion. And yes. It's like yes. A wrestling match. Yeah. And then there was one time when I got tired of that, and I started to cry out to the Lord, like I need wisdom from you. Uh, I need, is this the best approach? And then I felt the Lord, and this is a story just for Henny, for me. I felt the Lord convict me. Mm. And basically, the words I received that time, uh, it was like, Henny, uh, you win the arguments, the theological arguments, yes. but you lose, you lose the people. You lose the war. Uh -huh. you, yeah. you lose the war, yes. Yeah, Maybe, sure. yeah you, win you, win, the you win the battle, but lose the war. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. And I love these people. Yeah. God so loved, and they started to see from Genesis, he created all mankind on his image. Yes. Whatever, whatever the religion. Yes, that's true. They could true. be Hindu, they could be Jewish, they could be Muslims, they could yes. be, yes. Uh, you know, whatever, whatever, you know, all lives matter in that yeah. case. Everyone yeah. matter. <laughs> Everybody matters. That's Everyone right. who God so loved the world and he created all of us on his image. And I started to receive, uh, I, I can say, a divine new understanding. And as I pursued the Lord, uh, you know, another picture the Lord gave me at this time. He said, you go into the harvest with a scissor. Mm. I'm not sending you to the harvest with a scissor to cut the apple, to force, to force the harvest. You know, like I, 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 I want to send you to the ripe harvest mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and pick it up. And uh, the ripe harvest is going to be completed as you move with me and as I lead you. Mm -hmm. uh, not like lead you in a program, but, but lead you with the Holy Spirit. That's good. So that was my process. And then the story of Ishmael, biblically, was really the story that the Lord highlighted to me to base our, uh, our, our work and our approach based on how Ishmael 
was the grand grand grandfather <laughs> of the people of the Middle East, the people that God called us for. Uh, how Ishmael was part of the family of Abraham. He was. He was. It was not God's intention. It was not God's God's plan for Abraham and Sarah. But anyway, Ishmael came. <laughs> That's right through Hagar. Yes. Through Hagar, it, it was God intended for Abraham to have his son from from Sarah. Yes. And we all know the story. I mean, this yeah. story. But the story was really brought so much revelation to my heart. Mm. Uh, how Ishmael was called by God. In fact, he was the first baby from the womb to be named by God. Yeah. So that was that was significant for me. Second significance was the meaning of Ishmael. Hmm. So what, is, what does his name mean? So Ishmael have two words in the name. Okay. You know, every name that have il, so in Arabic, it's it's the word for, sorry, in Hebrew, it's the word for God. Okay, yes. So like we say, Emmanuel, Emmanuel, God with us. We're all familiar with that. Right. And Ishmael, Samuel, Daniel, all those names <laughs> uh, from Hebrew, they would have the name of God. Sure. Daniel, the Lord is my judge. Okay. Uh, you know, Ishmael, God hears in okay. the present tense. Okay. Wow. And so that shocked me. Mm. God hears. So not only that God gave him a name, uh, but it's a name after God's name. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> God hears. Wow. And so, and we all know from the story, always God heard the cry of Hagar. Mm -hmm. Ishmael was still in the womb and gave her water and comforted her. And that's when the angel named Ishmael. That's in Genesis 16. Sure. And then we know when they were kicked out of the house later, Ishmael yeah. was then 15 years old. And the mother and her son, Ishmael, had to leave the house of Abraham. Yes. And when Ishmael cried out to God, God heard and gave them water again. That's right. That's right. So yeah. all these things really developed deep uh, in my heart, uh, a whole new perspective. Yeah. And so you have a real, God's given you a real heart for the children of Ishmael uh, yes. that, that feel rejected and, and turned away. And they really were. I mean, it's kind of a sad story in, in Genesis. This what happened to Ishmael and, and Hagar just sent away and almost died with lack of water. But then God supplied that and then... They they went from there, but uh, yeah, that's that's exciting. That's really mm -hmm. deep. So, part of the reason I wanted you on the podcast was that you shared with me just a few weeks ago just how God is moving in other parts of the world in power, and I'd love you to share that exciting story. God is moving, Randy. Uh, you know, um, I maybe be, I'm privileged because I I travel. I, I, I go to those places where all the time I'm seeing a contrast of two things. Yes. Seeing darkness cover the earth, exactly yeah. like what Isaiah 60 says. Yeah. Uh, deep darkness, it says in Isaiah 60, cover the people. I see that. Mm -hmm. You know, of course, we live in terrible season of wars. It's been, it's been really yes. it's been crazy for since 
2020 hit us and then with COVID and then the Russia war and now the war. So really, <laughs> the world is going through uh, turmoil after turmoil after mm-hmm. turmoil, darkness. Yeah. But uh, uh, before that, it says, arise and shine. For the, the the his light is 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 upon us. It feels like, from what I see, it's not hundreds of people coming to know Jesus in many of those hot spots and difficult places. It's thousands of people. Wow! It is it is uh, it is a shaking uh, uh, in the spirit that that brings. Uh, like a, a situation of business not as usual if mm. I can put it like that it and especially with the young young people the younger generation is 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 a they are thinking they are exposed of course to so much on the internet so they are not accepting what was before they are searching and they are knocking the doors and and they are finding Jesus wow uh, and so I'm very, very encouraged, uh, even though the world is going through all these troubles. Yes. I'm just witnessing thousands upon thousands, especially of young people. Uh, they are searching for the truth and they are finding Jesus. Wow. And what countries are you referring to where you're, you're observing this turning to, to God by the thousands? What What nations? I am really observing in many, many places, and I, I must say in the same breath, including here in the U.S. as well. Yes. So I'm observing that here in the U.S. Uh, just New Year Eve, we were in Detroit with some of our young uh, pastors, friends, and, and, and I've witnessed just people getting baptized for New Year, you know, <laughs> young people, and just that was such a joy. But uh, I refer to the nations of the Middle East mainly. Yeah. North okay. Africa, you know, one of the places in the spot is is Gaza right now. Yeah, with the war, and 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 guess what? I mean, hundreds of people in Gaza they have dreams, visions. They see the man in the white, uh, and it was already even from before the war. From yeah. the, the war, uh, actually, uh, uh, we also have friends on both sides. You know, Jewish people too. You yeah. know. So um, um, it's harvest time. Amen. So, you know, many of us are thinking, you know, this this year that we're in, 2024 now, that, uh, you know, things are, as you say, bleak and challenging and and difficult. But at the same time, God is moving. And uh, we, we wonder, are we getting very close to the return of our Lord? Um, any any opinions of that? Again, only he knows. But uh, what what any thoughts? Well, all I know from you know my own journey with the yeah. gospel of the kingdom. Yes, not any other gospel, because <laughs> that's sometimes the problem. The gospel of the kingdom is preached to all nations. Yes, it will come. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I uh, I really I really believe we're we're maybe uh, you know at the start of, of 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 the end. I you know I live by a simple statement where I say I will live until I die, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then when I die I will live forever. That's I so true. That. 
when I die, I will live forever. Yeah. Not love our lives uh, because I, I, I love also what's in Revelations, how we overcome, we overcome with three things. We overcome with the blood of the Lamb. Yes. The word of our testimony. Yes. And there is a third part that many times we don't hear about. And they didn't love their lives even until death. Yeah. And so we cannot love our lives in the sense of what if this, what if that, and, and hold back and become afraid and, and, and just get cornered in the space of just being politically correct. Or, That's good. Uh, we, we need to live a life worthy uh, of the call he called us with. We have to be fully surrendered. And that's a daily choice, isn't it? Jesus said, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself, take up his yes. cross daily yes, and follow me. And that's something I, I purpose to do every morning. And I'm sure you do as well. Just God, whatever it takes. If I have to die today to, to, to make your kingdom grow and for your glory, yes. again, I don't want to die today particularly, but if that's your will, I'm in. Yes. And if we could get every follower of Christ, certainly in America, and we're talking here, you know, in West Michigan, where yes. we're seeing God move. Yes. Just imagine the, the revival and awakening that we would see uh, that, that, that seems to be coming as people are giving all to God. So that's exciting. Anything else you want to add before we, we close, uh, Annie? Just, Randy, I mean, we are in the first week of this wonderful year, yeah. uh, 2024. And just an encouragement uh, to all of us, uh, followers of Jesus. Yes. Uh, you know, let your heart not be troubled, uh, Jesus said. Let mm -hmm. your heart not. He is the one who is the, the one that, that overcomes. He's the overcomer. He's the first overcomer. He's, he's the one that, that is the author of our faith. Let us look to him this year and let us by his grace and strength arise and shine i love it the world needs us so much uh, so that's just a word of encouragement for all of us that's great why don't you close us in prayer would you hanny amen. <clears throat> amen father we thank you so much for for this era that we live in for this time that we live in lord every breath that we breathe is because of you given to us because of you. So, Lord, by your grace, we say we will arise. We will shine. Your light, Lord, your light in us, because you said about yourself that you are the light of the world. Mm. And you also said to us that we are the light of the world. Mm -hmm. so Lord, from your light, we receive light that we can share with others. Lord, and even as we just in the season of, of, of Christmas and the new year, Lord, you came to bring light through the darkness. So, Father, I pray that wherever we encounter darkness, Lord, around us in this year, that we will not curse, but we will just switch the light on. Switch your light in us on. I pray that for all of us, and I thank you for your grace, and I thank you for Jesus, who is the word, and I thank you for the love of the Father that can pour love through us for the hurting people around us, and I thank you for the Holy Spirit that will remind us 
and that will empower us mm. and give us courage mm. to love and to be light and to live a life worthy of the call you called us with. In Jesus' name I pray that. Amen. 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 Well, Hanny, thank you. That's been great. Very encouraging. And uh, let's keep praying for that ma major move of God through you, Amen. through me, but through everyone who watches and listens, and even those that don't, that are following Jesus. God Amen. bless you. God bless you, Andy. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. For more information, go to grandawakening.org. That's grandawakening.org.